This is The Pool. I'm Rain Comey, your host, and this is episode 28. What's up, y'all, man? Welcome back to The Pool. It has been a minute. My apologies, but you know how life can get. Um, It's been quite a while. I'm really hoping that we are actually on episode 28, hell. It could be... Uh, we're just gonna say it's 28 for sure <laughs> um yeah it's been a while since the pool has come out you know i've been putting out other shows and life has happened uh so i want to say happy new decade happy new year happy 2020 happy new comic book day all that good stuff um how y'all been? You know what I'm saying? The pool is a more informal show. We can get down and actually have a conversation, you know what I'm saying, as cousins and, and, and family and whatnot. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back with the pool. Um it is it's been a while. Things have happened, the world has changed. We are truly in the darkest timeline. And this will be a, a probably a shorter episode. I did want to just put something out to kind of grease the wheels again and get back into the flow of the pool find time to do that right uh so we'll begin with a little bit of housekeeping as we do so shout out to the bynk radio fam big shouts out to government name podcast that consists of cole jackson and real shogun beats over there just popping up just quality stellar content week after week after week after week i mean it gets no better um Look at the material. Just look at the material. <laughs> so shout out to them. Also to none other than Mr. Social Introvert himself, Sid Davis over there with the Social Introvert Podcast. That man has been, I've said it before, and my, I, I, I consider myself somebody who loves music. You know, I like music. I can be a little beat, catch a little beat, maybe a little spit, a little flow, a little, a little, a little bit of R.B. or something. Sid Davis, if you, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I'm not even, no cap. That's the kids say. <laughs> but Sid Davis, if you are a music lover, if you like hip hop, if you like indie music, if you just enjoy music and you like hearing people talk about things they're passionate in, uh, give you hot takes, uh, opinions, news, and all that, please hit up Sid Davis, the social introvert. This man has blessed my playlist for years. I've been picking up songs here and there. He'll, he'll play something this so-and-so from such-and-such and who and what. And... I'm I'm gonna stop right there. Just go look at the material. Look at the material. Check them out for yourself. Um, also, big shouts out to the John Effect Podcast. Of course, y'all already know. Uh, Just Say Words Podcast, Grow Bro Pod, uh, House of Hughes, uh, and DD Collins. Yes. So okay. So shout out to all my brothers, sisters, and family in podcasting. Period. That's off top. <laughs> but there has been a bit of a reunion. So I want you guys to go and check out the uh, Hey My Hey I'm Didi is the name of the podcast. Didi Sweets. Me, Didi, Huey, and Jay were together as sort of a like junior almost senior year check-in back way back when when the Carefree Black Nerd podcast was but a wee thought finally formed, maybe a couple episodes under my belt. Uh, I was invited onto a podcast, and it was the four of us, and we talked a bit. It was about Black Boy Joy. Um, that was like three or four years ago, so we reunited for this episode. I believe it's episode two of Hey, I'm DD podcast. Please check them out. Uh, Huey, uh, Baby Huey, B-A-E-B-Y Huey, 
uh, J, just say words. Uh, DD, hey, DD Sweets. Also, um, John Effect underscore uh, the John Effect. Um, just, just stellar, amazing, amazing folks who I, oh man, I love so much, man. This podcasting thing has really been a God sin or a Buddha sin or a whoever you believe in sin, goddammit. So shout out to them. Uh, a lot has been going on with this show. Everybody who's been listening, if you've been following, you know, things have been changing, rearranging and moving around. Uh, Carefree Black Nerd Proper has not come out in a while. But you guys have been getting content in the form of um, Black Lightning Podcast with my co-host Cole Jackson of Government Name Fame. I really, really did. I love recording with this man. He is funny as hell. And that's on, what they say, Piriana? <laughs> no, but he's funny as hell, interesting, opinionated, all that good stuff. So that ended season three wrapped up. And we had a few guest stars. Um, uh, of course, shout out to Robert Jeffrey. Uh, look, at this point, I'm just <laughs> throwing out names. Hey, everybody on Twitter <laughs> who I'm following, who follow me. How y'all doing? No, um, Black Lightning was was a pretty interesting season. We had a lot of opinions, thoughts, and ideas on that. And also, we have the Batwoman podcast, which is Knights in Gotham, which is hosted by none other than myself and Sid Davis of the Social Introvert Podcast. For those of you new here, you're going to hear a few names over and over again because that's just how it happens <laughs> so um that's still going strong i think with the universal or climate that we're in and with things being shifted around and moved and whatnot i'm i'm going to assume season one of batwoman will finish out i don't know how um there is a it comes on every sunday me and c do a little live tweet you know we talk our shit and then we record where this past sunday it didn't come out. The episode that was scheduled was postponed. We don't know when. We don't have any dates set at the time of this recording. So uh, I just say use the hashtag KIGpod when you're watching Black uh, Black Lightning, <laughs> Batwoman, and when you're listening to the episodes of Knights and Gotham podcast. I'm going to leave it at that because we don't know what's going to happen just quite yet. Um, what else? CBN Movie Club. That started last year so first episode was guest star cole jackson cole jackson one two and we did house party second was my homegirl tanae from back home shout out to tanae from tanae talks podcast uh on twitter tanae tune we did school days third episode was uh me and marcus marcus Hayes. we did uh brother to brother that's loose as a deuce on twitter hit him up listen to that episode uh just a lot of passion a lot of ideas a lot of uh commentary and smiles and good conversation um after that at the top of the year we came up with um me and nicole uh miss nicole banks on twitter we did uh, why do i want am i blanking love in basketball yes that's what it was why was i not so loving basketball that was cool um great to have her on somebody different perspective someone who who's viewed the movie much differently than i did not much but in a different capacity than i did when i first saw the movie so that was good conversation then we uh follow up next was bad boys and that was with sid davis of the social introvert podcast and of knights and gotham fame uh what else then cole jackson came back rounded out what i guess might be season one of uh cbn movie night the movie club and we did boy bye that's the most recent episode Please listen to that. It is a lengthy episode. 
And the reason for that, a lot could have been cut, but with the Corona quarantine, COVID universal punishment going on, I figure if it's going to be a long episode, let it be long. We ain't got nothing but time. We ain't got, we ain't doing nothing, but everybody's in the house, either working from home or just at home. So it's a long episode. I think it's pushing up on two close to three hours. Um, I don't know, man. Just shout out to everybody. Uh, also, I do want to hit up some other uh, Twitter faves. I have Karen. Shout out to Karen. Karen underscore X-Men fan. So I have gotten into X Twitter or X-Men Twitter or Mutant Twitter or whatever. And I have really enjoyed the conversation, the theories, the jokes and all that. I feel like I'm still kind of on the fringe of that community. But Karen has been freaking amazing. I really enjoy tweeting with her, and she has a love for Generation X. And so if y'all know me, you know that Generation X is my go-to. I love them them cool kids. Um, also, shout out to Miss Baltimore. This is Jupiter Julep24. Her in the live tweeting. She's been there knocking out the tweets and the comments and whatnot. So kudos, kudos. And, of course, none other than Andre Scott 7. Now, this man... You talk about a comic fan. You talk about somebody with the knowledge. You talk about somebody who can give you a little bit of wisdom, a little a little run for your money when it comes to this comic thing. This man has been doing his damn thing online. And he mentioned that he wanted to start a podcast. So if you're listening to this, this is that kick in the butt to be like, bro, you better do that shit. God damn it. We waiting to get you up here to listen to your voice and your thoughts and your opinions. <laughs> but y'all, um, we're going to take a quick break. Let me... Um, Throw some water in the glass, turn the fan on, it's hot as shit in here, and I will catch you guys after the break. Can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? No, he's Can I sleeping. pet that dog? Hey, I just wanna pet that dog. What's wrong with a little pet? Can I pet that dog? I'll go to sleep after that. I just wanna pet that dog. It ain't got corona. And I wash my hands before I go to sleep, I promise mama If you let me pet that dog So much in the world is going on Am I asking too much to pet that dog? You bought it for me so it like me I can't ride my bike I can't go to Mike cause he might sneeze And I don't want Corona on me So let me pet that dog Let me pet that dog Let me pet that dog yeah. You can go to sleep Pet that dog Let me pet that dog Pet that dog Let me pet that dog Can I pet that dog can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? All right, y'all, and we back. Let's jump into some headlines. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk about a lot. I think I want to focus on the elephant in the room and outside of the room. We are on punishment. The world is on lockdown. This coronavirus, COVID-19 stuff has been going on. 
and it's really shaken up the community, the United States, the world. Uh, new cases are being found every day. Uh, death toll is going up, and I don't mean to sound like a, a I don't know, a terrifying shock news station or whatnot, but the reality is things are happening things that have changed how we operate on a day-to-day -day basis some people are working from home some people lost their jobs some people, like it's just it's a lot um i think that's why i kind of wanted to bring back the pool to really be a distraction for myself i don't know how often the pool will come out it's always been intended to come out weekly then it went down to like twice a month then it went down to just whenever i could get it out honestly and with life changing the way it has, I'm going to try to find a way to express myself through the pool or at the very least kind of let that be a more pleasant distraction than other things that I've been dealing with. Because it is, it's, we are truly in a different timeline that I would have never guessed. Um, we could probably come out on the other side of this okay, I'm sure. Uh, I'm not going to pretend to know all of the facts and all of the intricate details of what's going on. Uh, conspiracy theorists, I am not. I used to have some thoughts back in the day. Um, but all that being said, COVID-19, washing your hands, staying inside, martial law. Uh, no, just a lot, a lot is going on. And a lot of people are affected. And there's been an uptick in social media. Nope. I'm not going to say that like I, that's a stat that I know for sure. <laughs> I'll say what it seems like is with everyone being in the house and things changing, social media has been, I don't want to say a bit more fun, a bit more involved. It's, see, I don't know. Y'all know what I'm trying to say, hell. Uh, and if not, my bad. Um, but all that going on, I do kind of want to revisit the pool and see if I can't do this on a weekly. We'll see. That's a challenge to myself. Um, and to those of you out there who are affected negatively or affected to the way where you've, you've lost your job or, you know, I don't know, things have changed, altered your entire life, I'm sorry. You know, I'm right there with you. Maybe not to the same extent, but I'm there with you. My life has changed as well. Things have been uh, kind of shuffling around. And, hell, I, I, I'm going to leave it at that, but that is the thing that sparked me to be like, okay, get up and do this damn show today. Um... So wash your hands, stay inside. If y'all learn something new, let me know about it. You know, I'm, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram and surfing the web and Googling and shit like everybody else. But hell, I don't know everything. And I, I don't know. It's uh it's an interesting time that we live in. So there's that. So with that out of the way, not necessarily out of the way, that being the segue into diamond, diamond distributors. So in the comics community, um, with this Corona COVID stuff going on, you know, businesses have been closing. People have been closing earlier. Only essential businesses are supposed to be open, like hospitals, grocery stores, stuff that like we absolutely need. Uh, back at the end of March, which was only a couple of days ago, Diamond halts its payment to comic book publishers due to the COVID-19 outbreak. So the comic book industry is constantly trying to navigate, navigate these uncertain waters, much like all other industries. But of course, this is comic focused show. So 
In a letter to its clients, Diamond's parent company, Gepi Family Enterprises, President Stan Heidman cited cash flow issues and problems with the supply chain due to the global health crisis as the reason behind the company halting previous scheduled payments to vendors this week. Now, that was just last week. I, I'm not even going to claim to know about the ins and outs of the business side of comics and how things come out, how people get paid, how the system works. That was an upcoming episode or series was to try to like not necessarily investigate, but figure it out and then regurgitate <laughs> to let everyone else know, like me, who do isn't aware. But I do know that Diamond is how we get these books into stores and Back when this news came out, I was thinking, okay, yes, there's digital comics, but everyone doesn't have access to digital comics. Everyone doesn't have, uh, isn't able to pay that fee for, let's say, a Marvel Unlimited uh, or get something off Comixology. Everyone doesn't have tablets and phones. Yeah, we're in 2020, but everyone doesn't, isn't, this this stuff isn't readily, um, isn't easily accessible for everyone. You know, you don't necessarily have to be in a certain tax bracket, but everyone doesn't have an extra couple dollars laying around to spend on digital comics, let alone um, physical comics. So this was not scary to me, but it was something that I was a bit. I'd say it was like a bug in the back of my ear. It was like, okay, I'm not scared of this. I'm not worried, but I was very curious as to how this was going to play out. Um, as you know, New Comic Book Day is Wednesday. Wednesday is the day that the new books go on shelves. And as of this April 1st today, this is no April Fool's joke. There no comics. Um... I am grateful for my comic book shop, Keith Comics, here in Dallas, Texas. The, when the COVID-19 corona stuff came out most recently and people were moving around, it was like statewide shutdowns and whatnot. My comic book store, I was very concerned. I was like, okay, how the hell am I going to get my books on Wednesday? Like, is he going to be there? Is this considered an essential business? Which I know it is not. But is it something that there's some type of loophole? I had been working so much at my, I don't know, regular job that I didn't have time to get my books. And normally I try to get them every Wednesday or at least by Thursday. Sometimes I have to wait to the weekend just because, you know, life. And this last time I called the bookstore and me being completely oblivious, like, hey, y'all, a lady answered. I was like, oh, I'm so glad you guys are open. I'm going to come up and get my books. I was very <laughs> confident, very loud and wrong. She was like, I, I, no sir we are not open <laughs> and so um i spoke with the uh chris the guy who i normally speak with when i'm in there he's the one who's always there on the wednesday when i pick up my books and he's like no you know we'll um we'll bring you your comic you know if you're in the area you're close enough we'll bring you your comments but there is no coming into the shop and so he delivered the comics to me that following day which was saturday and i I know everyone is trying to find a way to make things work to adapt to this new I don't want to say status quo but this new environment that we're in and I really appreciated that like you and again not to take anything away from the uh, healthcare professionals and the people who work in these stores who put themselves at risk every day but 
at the same time, this man didn't have to come to my house. He didn't have to do this. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just... I guess I'm just not realizing how much this is affecting me or how much this is really kind of fucking with me. But I, I just, I appreciated him bringing them books to me and, and for him to, you know, walk up, give me my stuff. We had shared a couple words and that was that. And then for this next week to be nothing, I, I don't, I'm still trying to sort out what's going on. Um, comics are a priority for me, but they're not my only priority. And sometimes they can get pushed to the side. Case in point, though this is a terrible thing that has happened, I am backed up. Like the Dawn of X titles, I don't know where the hell I am. I've just been getting my books and trying to read through them. I think I'm on like New Mutants 7. Um... I know I finished X-Men and Fantastic Four 1 and 2. Um, I have I finished Wolverine 1, which was like a double-issued 1 and 2. Um, and I haven't even cracked open Jean Grey, uh, Jean Grey, Emma Frost, giant size issue. Like, I am, and, uh, bruh, I'm behind. <laughs> so, the silver lining for this whole thing is that I probably can try to get caught up. But that being said... I, it's an industry. I don't know if these people are, are going to get paid. You know, I, I don't know. It's just it, to stop myself from rambling. I'm going to go to the next topic, but I, I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I do not know. So <laughs> moving on because, yeah, so shows, shows and movies and stuff. So I hadn't been to the movies in a while, like a while, while, like I, a while. Uh, I planned on seeing Bloodshot, but then the Corona stuff went on and stuff would work and whatnot, and I wasn't able to get to the theaters before this like massive punishment thing happened. So I haven't seen that. There's a few things I haven't seen, and I do like this idea that a lot of the movies that would have went to theater, like Black Widow and whatnot, are available other places. So, because the world is essentially on lockdown, the movies that would have gone to the theaters are, I think you're able to purchase some of them, like, through Amazon and uh, other streaming services or whatnot. I want to say Black Widow will be available on Disney+, Plus, but don't hold me to that. Uh, all in all, I, I like that people are adapting and trying to roll with the punches once we get back to a status quo we'll never be back to the same normal we were at before the way i look at this is kind of like 9-11 there was a life pre 9-11 and there was a life post 9-11 now for some people it may have changed only slightly for others it was drastic um and i feel like we're going through another shift again i know i mentioned on the hey i'm dd podcast with the guys and uh, with the folks, excuse me, that it feels like, to bring it to comic book terms, every year there's like an annual event in the big two. And this feels like an event that shakes up and shifts the status quo. Like we made the jokes about, oh, we're in the darkest timeline, age of apocalypse, whatever, during the election when the results came out. But this truly feels like once things are quote unquote back to normal, they will never be normal again. A lot of people who have 
advocated for working from home for long, shorter work days or or different work schedules or having certain accommodations who were cast aside or not given these things or or told that this is something that's possible i.e people who are differently abled um now all of this stuff is just is red it's just there now everybody can work from home now that you're going to find a way to make this work for everybody and it's again to not let this be such a dark or episode it, I, I think we'll never get back to where we were before Again, there was a life post pre 9-11. There was a life post 9-11. And we're going to get that. Remember that pre-corona life we led? And now we got a post-corona life that we're leading now. So, man, it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. So, moving on to stuff that I've been watching. So, I've gotten into True Blood. So, when True Blood first came out, I knew about it. I was a... I think I was a little kid. Uh, I was younger. We That's... You know, you know that. <laughs> Y'all, I promise I'm not drunk. So, uh, True Blood came out, and I think I didn't have cable, or I wasn't really that interested in it. So, I'd seen a few episodes, and I kind of knew, like, if I saw an actress or an actor, I would know or a set, but like, okay, that's True Blood. But it was, I didn't follow it like I follow other things. And randomly, I was like, okay, let me just start the first season. And I've been watching True Blood. I'm all the way up to season three. I think I actually just finished season three last night and I'll be starting season four tonight if I'm not too tired. And so I'm watching True Blood and I did my CBN movie night little hashtag live tweet and I've been doing that. So check out that uh, hashtag on Twitter. You can find it there. And some of my thoughts and whatnot. And everybody's telling me, oh, True Blood, is, it gets terrible. You know, it gets really bad and such and such. And I was like, well, damn, when does it get bad? Because I just finished season three and that was the most intense season of this damn show. I don't know, fam. I don't know. So a lot of people are saying around season six or seven or seven or eight. I think the last two is when it really got off the walls. But I'm enjoying it. I am really enjoying it. I like the way they're treating some of the characters. I just like how raw and dirty it is. Nobody is really having a happy ending. Some secrets just came out. Even though this show is old as shit, I'm not going to spoil too much because I was new to it all these years later. I will say I don't care for Suki. I'm sick of her. Uh, Eric, he, he okay sometimes. Bill Compton, I'm still on the fence at the shit that came out in season three made me be like, fuck you. Uh, I, I do like that I can see a lot of things that were plot points or ideas in Twilight. And, it's, and I know... A lot of people don't like that, but Twilight is my guilty pleasure. I love that series. I love the movies. Cool, I could watch them. I could watch them all day, every day. And but I could see where certain things were pulled from and how they switched certain things around. And a lot of it may not have been Stephanie Meyer like, "Oh, I'm gonna take this from True Blood." It 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 could, it could be just that it's a coincidence. But it's things that I'm noticing that, and that's part of the reason why I like watching it. Um, Tara. Or Tara, however you say it, however you personally say it, and Lafayette are, boy, they going through some shit. I, it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. I like it. I like it so far. I mean, I'll check in later when I'm done and then see how I felt about the series as a whole. But I do like it. I, I like me some True Blood, goddammit. And I'm in this thing for the long haul. I want to see it to the end. <laughs> um, also, on Netflix... Ozark just dropped season three 
which I'll be getting to that too. Um, I did finish up first two seasons. I'm going to wait probably until I finish True Blood before I even deal with some Ozark because, y'all, at this point, we all in the house. We all watching some of the same stuff, and I just... I know some stuff may get spoiled for me, so what? But I just like being immersed in a show and marathoning a season. And Ozark was so damn good. I might have to go back like to the middle of season two and start watching it from there. Uh, what else? Players Club. Players Club just hit Netflix. So, you know, don't don't let that money make you. You got to make that money, you know. <laughs> so check out Players Club. Shoot, that might be a Carefree Black Nerd Movie Club episode coming up soon. Um, I don't know. So True Blood, all in all, I do like it. I like the story that's being told. I like every season. It feels a bit different. I like that after finishing season three, it feels like there is no going back to how things were. Like secrets that have come out, things that have happened, characters that have been introduced, some that have been taken away. Shit has happened that has really shook shit up. And I'm, I'm here for it. I am. I'm really here for it. So we're going to see... When I start season four, what my thoughts are. Um, shoot, what else? Mm, I don't know, y'all. What y'all think? True Blood. Is that a... Without spoiling it for me, <laughs> use that hashtag or comment in the comments below or on Twitter when you live tweet the pool CBN. Let me know what were your thoughts on True Blood. Did you like True Blood? Did you not get into that vampire shit? Was that not up your, up, up your alley? And... Actually, a second question for those of you guys who are from Louisiana or who have visited there or are familiar with it is Bonton, Louisiana. Is it does it feel real? I think Bonton is is made up. Uh but the Louisiana because I've only been there I think once as a kid, I have no solid memories that are like, oh, this is definitely Louisiana. <laughs> so those of you who are familiar with Louisiana, be it New Orleans, Lafayette, uh, anywhere it doesn't matter let me know is it is it true to form like does it feel real or is it like can't be overdone louisiana because uh, one thing for certain two things for show my bill compton uh impression is spot on <clears throat> suki i have matters to attend that's which do not require your presence <laughs> Okay, maybe not spot on, but <laughs> I've been working on it. I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, y'all, and come back with the comics on The Pool. so we're back with the pool so for this pool uh this is actually the last pool that i received the one that was dropped off to me by my local comic book shop i have six issues here and full disclosure i haven't read any of them just yet mainly because half of the pool is dawn of x which i said earlier i am very much super far behind on so for the dawn of x titles we have x-men fantastic four issue number three the one with Psylocke, Mr. Fantastic, Iceman, Johnny Storm, or the Human Torch, and Magneto on the front. We have X-Men issue 9, which I fucking love this issue, man. The cover, anyways. It looks like a, um, 
a movie movie poster, and then Giant Size X Men Nightcrawler, Giant Size X Men number one Nightcrawler. Haven't opened that either, and I can't really get to these issues because I'm so far behind in the Dawn of X reading order. So I refuse to get anything spoiled for me. I'm going to just continue on reading in order. <laughs> now for the books that are not Dawn of X, I have Alienated issue number two. I haven't even cracked open issue one. I'm trying to remember why I picked this up to begin with. I know the art is pretty good, uh, but I know I had to have picked up issue number one and I just cannot remember why. More than likely knowing me, there was a brown person on the cover or a few brown people on the cover. And I was like, okay, I gotta have this. So we'll see, I'll revisit that. Uh, next up I have Dying is Easy. Oh, actually take a couple steps back. Alienated issue number two. This is from Boom Studios. So I've been trying to do a bit more indie than just the big two. Uh, then we have Dying is Easy. This is through IDW. This is issue number four. This is the B cover, apparently. But I know for a fact I have not read any of Dying is Easy, but all of the covers and the interiors look good to me. And so I know I've been picking up every issue with the intention on eventually reading them. Uh, for some reason, I'm getting a very Archie Comics vibe mixed with like some noir criminal stuff. We'll see. We'll see. And last on the list is Philadelphia issue five. And this is from Image Comics. Now, Philadelphia, I can say for sure. I haven't read yet. But again, brown people on the cover. The artwork looked good. The story, I believe, pretty much the art is what sold me. When you can do black hair correctly and get skin tones right, I, I'm, I'm halfway there. <laughs> I'm pretty much there. So with this... This does wrap up my actual pull. Uh, like I said, I wanted this episode to be a bit shorter. I didn't want to go into too, too much just to um, kind of touch on some things that's been going on and my reaction to it all. But that has been my pull. I'm going to open those hopefully sometime this week by this weekend. True Blood has been cool. Um, coronavirus and all that going on is, you know, we are in one of the darkest timelines but hopefully everybody comes out on the other side unscathed or at least a bit better or more aware than they were before who man i don't know um but thank you all for listening this has been the 28th installment of the pool and hit me up let me know what you think uh is there any books i should be reading how are you feeling about this coronavirus thing how is it impacting you and your hobbies are you learning new things are you creating new hobbies have you i mean are you interested in starting a podcast let me hear about it um i'd love to listen uh you started anything new maybe a youtube channel wrote a book anything let me know since we're all going to be on house arrest for a while anyways um Hit me up. My handle on Twitter is carefreeblurred. Use that hashtag thepoolcbn. Um, check out the other shows on the feed. Uh, we still got Batwoman going strong as the time of this recording. It's still going strong. All the um, uh, Black Lightning Matters episodes are over and done with for now. And I mean, look, there's a bunch of shit. Check us out. So, again, thank you all for listening in. Make sure to hit me up. Uh, kiss your babies, hug your mamas. Uh, pray or whatever the hell you do and uh, I'll catch you guys next time same bat time same bat station alright